It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. So I did something very specific this time because I think I made a mistake last time in that the the ones that I wrote that were physically longer had a better chance of being pulled out because yes. they sort of right. yeah. So I made sure I made sure to put them all on the same size paper. I don't know if it actually happened, but I don't want to take oh, the chance. So that's so cute. So I'm going I'm going much more random now. I think that's great. It's funny I've already forgotten the ones that I put in, but let's find out. All right, the letter today is the letter. G. G. Yeah, there you go. Jump in. I'm Ed. I'm Peter. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's the names. I'm still shaking. I'm still shaking, so tell me when to stop the shake. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Stop. Okay. Gravestones. Gravestones! Gravestones. Sorry, I read okay. that I read that to myself before I read it aloud and I, I spoiled the surprise. Gravestones. Uh, yeah, well, spoiled, spoiled the surprise is a great way to start on gravestones. Well, do you, you put it in? Why, why do you want to talk about this? Um, because it's a word that starts with G that I thought of. That's the entire reason why. It's okay. surprisingly difficult to think of words that start with a specific letter. I was literally sitting at my desk and literally going, gah, 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 until words came to mind. So gravestone, that's, that's probably how, how language started. That's probably how language started. All right, yeah. first question then. What is, what, is the, what is the epitaph on your gravestone? What's written on your, when you, when you finally pass, what's written on your gravestone? Oh, see, I really like an epitaph that was, that belongs to another Peter. Okay. Uh, a, a famous actor. Which one? Um, and we'll see if you can guess based on the epitaph. It's Peter. Yeah, go. Didn't, right. leave a lot of, didn't leave a whole lot of life left unlived, did he? Peter O'Toole? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. That's what you want to have as yours? Yeah. Um, I read a funny one once that I liked, that I want, and it was Any Wonder I'd Not Left Already. And it's like, okay. yeah, it was like, well, amazing that I made it this far. Any Wonder I'd Not Left Already. Right. You know my favorite? If you had to come up with an original one, what would it be? Um, oh, that's good. I might, I might put my uh, memorial somewhere really, really difficult to uh to access like put it on the top of a mountain or put it like underwater and then on the epitaph is just something to rub that in like was it worth it or like that's that's nice yeah i don't know i think i think i'd probably do something similar i think mine would say something like see you soon see you soon you know what you could do you could do see you soon and then you could have like a plastic hand that's buried in the dirt so it's like you're part way out of the far way out of the grave already one of the best ones i ever saw was uh Mel Blanc, the voiceover actor, you know Mel Blanc, who did all of the, um, did all of the Warner Brothers cartoons. He was Bugs Bunny, he was Duffy Duck, he was Porky Pig, he was uh, Yosemite Sam, etc. He was everyone. Uh -huh. And his gravestone reads, that's all, folks. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, pretty great. Um, I like the one, there's, I'm sure that's, I'm sure there are more than one, but I like when people leave recipes on their gravestones. I have never seen that. I've never seen a recipe it's on a, the gravestone. It's a thing like, you know, grandma's shortbread cookies or something. And, you know, you've, she's kept this secret to yeah, herself. She took it to her. She life. literally took it to and her grave. Finally, finally in death, right? There's grandma's shortbread recipe. <laughs> and then you find out that when you make it, it's actually kind of crap. It wasn't really yeah, worth the wait. <laughs> are you are you up for the burial? Are you a burial per I think I'm a cremation person myself. Would you say you're up I for the I am too. I think I mean it doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I don't believe in an afterlife, firstly. Um so I don't 
And I mean, you know, anyone, I'm not really attached to my body, right? Like, I mean, I don't really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair. And also, you know, I'm guessing you would want other people to have uses for it. You'd want people to, you know, experiment on your lungs after you died or, you know, take your eyes apart to see how they work. My grandfather donated his body to science. He had been a doctor. He studied medicine at U of T. I mean, there's a need for cadavers. I mean, let's let's put this thing to use. So, like, okay, not to be a dick, but I'm going to guess, guess that if, when you died, your organs probably wouldn't be transferable to another person. They'd probably look <laughs> at your... Funny. It's funny. I, I checked into this because okay. I, 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 dated, uh, I dated a person for a while who worked for the organization that oversees organ transplants in the province of Ontario. And... You know, I, I made some quip because of the amount that I smoke and drink and what about that, uh, you know, my, my organs are probably useless. So no, no, actually, that's not true. For someone who might need a lung transplant, for example, even a smoker's lungs, if they're a match, can extend their life. So don't count yourself out. And so, you know, here's a, I, I think most people should donate their organs. You know, I, I mean, I can't imagine why you wouldn't unless you have some sort of religious you know, reason for not doing so, and let's not get into that. But I mean, just do it. I mean, you, you might save a life or, 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 you know, make science learn something. Oh, yeah. I really think it should be the default. I think that should everybody should be an organ donor unless they specifically say not. I don't think you should have to, I don't think it should be the other way around. I don't think you should have to register an organ donor. I think everybody should be an organ donor by default unless they explicitly say, I will not. Yeah, so that doesn't preclude you from having a gravestone, right? I mean, there doesn't no. have to be anything under it. No, I'd like a statue. I think. I think that would. I think that would suit me quite well. A tiny statue of you, or like really grandiose. Um, it's not where I'm buried. I don't care where I'm buried, but just so long as there's an enormous statue in the center of some city that that people can come to. Should be of you. Yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's a statue of me. It's like you know. It's like for some reason, and I don't love this comparison, but the only one I can think of at the moment is Lenin, like a giant statue of Lenin, that sort of thing. But okay. a, a version of that is me. Somebody slightly less problematic. I mean, obviously he has some great things to do, but some terrible things there. Somebody a little bit more benevolent. Um, um, I'm thinking, uh, the next one I'm thinking of is Queen Victoria, and even that is not a great example. Okay. I think that anyone who has a statue made of them has probably done enough things in their life <laughs> that make them, you know, either really good to a few people or really bad to a lot of people. Yeah. Or, oh, or um, the, the, the Nikola Tesla statue at Niagara Falls. There's a good example. There's an example of a okay. good guy who did a good thing. I would, I'll, yeah. I'll have one of those. And maybe put me next to him, because I love Niagara Falls. Put me next to, put me next, next to Nikki, and uh, we'll, 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 we'll pair it out for eternity. What could you do for the city of Niagara Falls to make that worth their while? That's true. I can't really top the whole hydroelectric plant thing that he, that he went for. What? I don't think there's anything I could see. Okay. I love Niagara Falls. Let me just put that out there. A lot of people really shit on Niagara Falls for being this, like, kitschy, horrid tourist attraction that they've taken this natural wonder and turned it into a tourist trap. I love the tourist trap. If you can give me a a, a Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, a putt-putt golf place, and a Dairy Queen, that's perfect tourist destination for me. That's absolutely brilliant. They have, like, these big dinosaur things there. Who doesn't love that? Honestly, I agree with you. I love Niagara Falls. Um... 
I like it for you know the natural wonder of it all, but it is handy to be able to take a little walk, a couple of blocks, yeah. and go on a go kart. You know, who doesn't like a go kart? <laughs> Honestly, if you haven't done the go karting at Niagara Falls, go. It's, agreed. It's, you know, it, agreed. If you haven't done whatever. And also, if you've never been, it's the middle of winter right now. It's uh, February 22nd as we're recording. This is the absolute middle of winter. If you've never been to Niagara Falls in, like, February, when it's absolutely butt-ass freezing, it's the best time to go because everything is covered in this, like, really drippy ice. It's really beautiful. It's like visiting Elsa's castle. It's fantastic. Now, now there are some important things to note if you are planning a visit to Niagara Falls. Because I did this fairly recently, let me give you a couple of hot tips. There is nowhere in downtown Niagara Falls to buy a newspaper. You can't buy a newspaper anywhere because they don't want you to know, right? You're supposed to, to buy in. You, you live in the tourist trap now. You go to the casino and you go to the, the, the Ripley's Wax Museum and you're not supposed to know what's going on in the outside world. So I had to take the free casino shuttle that ran between the hotel where I was staying in glorious downtown Niagara Falls to the newer, fancier casino that's further away from, from the falls so that I could go to a tobacconist's and purchase a newspaper. All right, I have a question. Is this a tip for people planning travel in 1985? Because everybody else could just use the internet to get their news. Why do you need a newspaper so badly? Because sometimes it's nice to sit down on a weekend with a cup of coffee and a nice thick newspaper. I don't, I don't think those two things align. I don't think there's no newspapers because they want to They want to put you in this hive mind. I think there's no newspapers because there's no need for newspapers. I think it's, I think it's 2021. I have to admit, Ed, that that had never occurred to me. Actually, you know what? Niagara Falls would be a great place to be, to be like buried or dropped. If I could get... Actually, I have had this conversation with somebody because there is a tourist, there is a tourist trap that I want my body in, but I'll get to that in a second. If somebody could toss my body over Niagara Falls, that'd be great. I, I'm totally okay with that. But the one that I have had conversations with people about is the La Brea Tar Pits. Have you ever been to the La Brea? Have you been to Los Angeles? No. Okay, so the La Brea Tar Pits in Los Angeles is this uh, sort of tar pit museum, and it's where all of these Ice Age animals got trapped in tar and fantastically preserved. And you can see sort of thousands of skeletons and uh, bits with hair still on them, and there's all this really interesting stuff about saber-toothed tigers and direwolves and uh, what are they called? The the elephants that aren't elephants, mammoths. That's what they're called, elephants that aren't okay. elephants. And I have said to people, look. If they'll allow it, and wink, wink, even if they won't allow it, please just toss my body into the La Brea Tar Pits, because I would love for a thousand years from now for somebody to discover my partially preserved tar body. I'm totally okay with that. I'm into this because it takes a lot of boxes that we've discussed already. Okay. Right? First of all, like, you're letting your body go through a natural process. Yeah. Right? Uh, we're not, you know, we're not entombing you in, in a, you know, sarcophagus or whatever, you know. Uh, we don't necessarily have to get you a gravestone. We could harvest some of your organs before you throw yourself into the target. Take whatever you want. Take whatever you want. You know, I, however it works. So this is all really good. We're being super ethical. We're being environmentally conscious. And in the end, you still get to turn yourself into a statue. I, oh, that's genius. Wow. Yeah, you really tied that all together. I, yeah, I. You've just, you've covered the whole thing, man. That's the best idea you've ever had. That really is. Although it still doesn't say like what it's going to say on my, I still have to think about what it says on my plaque because eventually when I'm in that museum and I'm half tar and half man, they're going to have some sort of description. It's going to be you know Homo erectus circa 
2020. Right, so I think it's probably important that you get pushed into the Liberate Tar Pits holding a plaque. <laughs> that says, to, to, whoever, to whomever may dig me up, let it be known that I request. Yeah. yeah. My final words were... My final I'm words were, and the request for my epitaph will be... Yeah, I think that is genius. Nice. You know I think what? We can make that happen. I really think that you and I should go into some sort of um, funeral arrangements or some sort of you know post mortem arrangements because I think we could come up with some really really creative and beautiful ideas for people to to memorialize their loved ones in really eccentric ways. I think that's a really good idea. Um, and you know, during these pandemic times, uh, we all need to get creative. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what time are we at? Uh, yeah, we're getting pretty close. Any last thoughts on the uh, on the gravestones? No, I just wanted to mention, you know, uh, my first thought when gravestones got pulled from the cup of words yeah. uh, was in the town where I grew up, the local you know, manufacturer of gravestones was called Skeleton Memorials. Skeleton or skeleton? Like skeleton, like the surname skeleton. Yeah, like, okay, but still, still, still pretty great. Yeah, which uh, which I thought was amazing as a kid, obviously, and uh, you know brings up a nice N word that we could cover later, which is nominative determinism. Wow, go on, describe. So it's it's just a phenomenon by which your surname or your family name influences the occupation that you choose, and scientists are fascinated with this because there's definitely a correlation, which doesn't assign causation, as you and I both know, but you know, if your last name is Baker, there are a lot of bakers in the world named right. Baker, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a nice little plug for um, Skeleton Stonemasonry from, I always forget the name of your town. What's your town called? It's, it's beautiful Walkerton, Ontario. Walkerton. And, uh, Skeleton Memorials. If you need, uh, if you need a gravestone, they're, uh, they're your people. Also, Skeleton Memorials, if you'd like to send us some money for this plug, we will accept. Yeah, why not? One of one of two uh, things is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can also support us, uh, dear listeners, by uh, buying merch, uh, which is uh, easily found on our website. Uh, links to everywhere you can find our podcast. Yeah, what is it? Podpage.com slash ed-peter. That's us. Slash, is it forward slash? I think it's forward slash. I don't know uh, what the difference uh, is. Podpage.com slash ed-peter. All right, there it is. Episode G. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed. I'm Peter. And that's Ed and Peter on Gravestones.